This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The World Series. Where a pitch is not just a pitch, it's a World Series pitch. Where a hit is not just a hit, it's a World Series hit. A win is not just a win, it's a World Series win. Now you've got a chance to win a trip to the 1984 World Series by entering Major League Baseball's Grand Slam sweepstakes at all Major League ballparks and participating retailers. Baseball fever, catch it! The preceding message was like the first by episode of our offseason. When we were going through the catalog, the Sears catalog, we're now getting into that reality. I, I used to go through the catalog, I'd circle all the shit that I wanted. You know, and I ended up getting something and good things for Christmas. I never had a bad Christmas in my life growing up, but I definitely didn't get all those big things that I circled in the in the Sears list. Um, and I and I do feel like we were looking out the window like we were Clark Griswold in, uh, you know, National Lampoon's Christmas. You've seen that, right, Hanno? Yeah. I feel like we were Clark Griswold looking out at that swimming pool that he wanted to build and. You know, he had the model, the 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 woman that was on the uh, diving board from the uh, from the department store was out there, who was like a in in this analogy a Trey Turner or Car- Carlos Correa, Xander Bogarts, Dansby Swanson, who just signed with the Chicago uh, Cubs, uh, and you know, bouncing on the board, where you know. That's playing. Everything's happening, and then it's cousin Eddie out. You know, all of a sudden, out on the on the diving board. And I guess cousin Eddie in in this scenario was Colton Wong, right? And that's unfair <laughs> unfair to say, but like that's what we ended up getting. But also in that in that movie, you know, cousin Eddie comes through with the boss and you know that he gets the big bonus so maybe a lot of this small stuff that jerry's telling us to to believe in and believe in our you know our farm system and all the shit's it's gonna happen it's really hard to tell people this especially after what we just came off of this year that our team is better it's hard i it's hard for me to look at the team and say we're really that much better maybe we are 
maybe we are, but one thing I know is other teams have gotten a lot better too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know that we aren't totally done. There's trade still to happen. There's a couple months left in this off season. Um, you know, so we aren't a finished product. There's still players to um, commit to this team, probably be a trade, I would imagine. Um, but, but yeah, um, it's right now, I, I'm with you. I mean, we're probably a better team, not much better, but it's still an incomplete product. Yeah, I mean, Hanno, I think one of the things that I've kind of looked at is what you guys have been talking about the you know last couple of weeks is we had the opportunity to kind of cultivate the strategy we wanted, depending on what big signings we were able to make. It would then result in, all right, here's how we're going to platoon this base. Here's here's how we're going to approach the DH. You know, here's, you know, whether that's going to be through outfield or first base or, you know, in the middle of the infield. It feels like we're getting pushed into that position where we don't want to be, which is what's left over is then going to result in how we manage that, right? We're going to have to kind of adjust to what's left instead of making those decisions ourselves and and going at our own game plan. And now we're just going to have to be, you know, kind of playing it on the fly and be like, all right, well, this is what we're left with and this is how we can, you know, approach filling out our lineup. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? No, yeah, you're right. I mean, as we stand now, we have Jared Kelnick and Sam Haggerty platooning in left field. I mean, to me, uh, Kelnick is not proven yet. Sure, I, I like his upside. I think he can improve, but really, in reality, I don't know that yet. He's shown that he has shown a little spark here and there, but he's not been consistent. I like Haggerty more of off the bench guy he can play in spurts and has done well but you just felt with this team being so close to the Astros as far as playing them in the playoffs that we would want to improve that position probably it's the position up the middle even though we we got long so yeah it's just that disappointment like you explained I totally agree with that yeah I mean what you're saying there about left field could I see um, again, Haggerty and Kelnick just being this awesome duo that that uh, is a rotational platoon out there. Yeah, but also I want to see something a little bit different out there. And we talk about rotating through the DH. I don't want to see Haggerty at DH. I don't want to see Kelnick at DH. You know why? Because they're both plus outfielders defensively. So that was, you know, going off we were talking about last episode. Why does the outfield position have to be the DH rotational? Like, uh, or, or if it is, uh, why, can't, why couldn't it be a guy that was like Brantley that you're like, yeah, we can put him out there here or there. Um, maybe it's a, a situation where Hernandez is doing a little bit of DHing, but we got to get another outfielder. And again, maybe we will get this Christmas miracle and maybe maybe it's going to be like furniture where you, you you go and you get this furniture you order it it doesn't you know you get these great prices this time of year but it doesn't show up until January or February it's just how that business works right so maybe maybe we still are in you know on this Brian Reynolds deal and that's the guy 
you you get here on the team and you and you already turn your team into a World Series contending team if you add him because you would have the best probably the best outfield in baseball if you could add a Brian Reynolds to Hernandez and Julio and and you know have Haggerty or have Kelnick still around now you're talking you have an all-star outfield and you know that scrappy guy like Haggerty who also plays who also plays um you know infield um and you have Kelnick this guy that we're waiting on I mean, that would be a, a big, big, you know, impactful change, which you'd hold on to for three years. Yeah, the price is very expensive for him, but the impact would happen right now. And that's why I think they need to make this move. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I feel like, you know, a lot of people have already mentioned Kelman's name in a trade for him. Some people have even brought up that, how could you put Kelnick's name in a trade for a player like that when Kelnick has lost so much value? Sure, it would take other guys, but he's not really that cornerstone piece to get a guy like that anymore as the way he's played and struggled his little time up in the big leagues. But yeah, he is a player that you hope to go after. Um, it's been reported that the player or that the Pirates have no interest in in trading him right now. But uh, listening to some of the experts, they said that they feel that the Mariners are going to retry and go back at that trade here in a couple weeks and think that the Pirates might open up to that, those suggestions again. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, that's the, that's the name on everybody's radar. I mean, the other this is your other option for Christmas gifts. You have um, Michael Conforto, who – didn't play last year. I just saw that Scott Boris said that he is now throwing at 150 feet. That's alarming. I mean, 150 feet isn't that far no. for an outfielder. So he will probably need to spend a lot of time at DH until he strengthens that arm. And then you have, you know, your pro fars as a free agent, your AJ Pollock. I think Matt Carpenter is still available, right? Yeah, he's still available. Still um, available, it'll but, come to me. but a guy that we also were talking about last episode, who's still available, and I, I know we're just we're right now we're looking at the racks. We're doing some last minute shopping. We're heading into Fred Meyer's. There's nothing really at Freddy's. Uh, we're heading over to Target. That you know, there's nothing there. Now we're going over to Walgreens and we're looking for stuff, right? You know, that's just kind of, the, that's where we're at right now. Are, are we going to get, a, I guess we're going to get some gift cards, but you know what the, the keyword or root word and gift cards is? It's still a gift. And I, I see the, the gift card being like a big variety of things that could turn into something. And I feel like Brandon Drury maybe be that guy. Again, we talked about him last episode. Plays multiple positions. He's 30 years old. He had a great, what, a career year last year? I, I really think that would be a, a, something to think about still. Doesn't oh, seem, yeah. Doesn't I mean, seem too expensive, right? Brandon Jury's a guy that I just feel like is not going to be too expensive. You're going to upgrade the utility spot, you're gonna, and also somebody like you know that can swing the bat. That like if you have to put him at DH, he can DH. I mean, that's the thing. Everybody can DH. You know, anybody can DH. 
but what else can they do? And that's what Jerry and Scott want. And I feel like that's a perfect, uh, you know, solution to a lot of the problems. Yeah, I agree with you there. It's the guy that I would like to have, you know, not quite, I mean, kind of settle for at this time in the game of free agency. Yeah, he's a, he had a breakout year last year. I mean, yeah, I would rather have him. The guy I was trying to bring up earlier was Will Myers. He's available. Same with Trey Mancini. They can be DH-type players as well. So it's – the pickings are slim, in my opinion, as far as free agency. And it, it might be – it might have to be a trade route for a Brian Reynolds, like you mentioned, Byron. You know, I, I wonder, too, if if not pulling the trigger or not being able to acquire some of these guys for whatever reason – if that's going to end up making us overpay for the players that we actually do see as the best fit at this point, right? Where if, if we are going after specific guys, we're going to be willing to either make a trade package that we might regret or sign a free agent for more money than other teams are willing to pay. And does that, you know, is this, is that a sign of desperation? Is that a good investment? And I kind of worry at that point where kind of the road we're heading down, um, but no, the, the option you, is to just not. No, you're right, because there's so few players available and so many teams that still might need to add a player that, yeah, it drives the price up when you're you're going against so many other teams that are on like Drury or something. I can totally see your point there, uh, Parmesan. Yeah, and I feel like the Mariners, too, aren't looking for multiple-year deals right now, and I, I understand a player and an agent are like, hey, we, we're, look, we're looking for some longevity here. We're looking for some stability, some insurance. Um, you know, the Mariners obviously aren't into doing that. I mean, you look at the shortstops, right? 11 years, 13 year, 11 year. The smallest deal out of all of the shortstops was Brandon, or sorry, was uh, Dansby Swanson, seven years. That's still a long ass contract. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and you know these one-year deals that we're looking at—the Brantleys, uh, who else? Who else signed a one-year? Carlos Santana, you know, uh, Austin Hedges, one-year deal. Uh, let's see, we had Zanino, former Mariner. I mean, that was kind of our <laughs> our our super hypothetical. Like, well, if we could rotate somewhere else, maybe we could rotate at catcher. He signed a one-year deal. Omar Navarez, also former Mariner, right? 